You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Mary Lou, my secretary, comes in from her little 
cubby hole next to mine. When do I get to do my Christmas shopping, Mr. Van? You don't get to do your Christmas shopping, Mary Lou. Yes, I know. I didn't. What? Christmas was two days ago, Mr. Ramsey. Was it? Well, Merry Christmas. Are we ever going to finish this picture, for heaven's sake? Well, I'll tell you, Angel. Mr. Doty, the great director, is getting $3,500 a week. I know it. And, my dear, Mr. Doty has not got $3,500 a week for a long, long time, see? Uh-huh. So, Mr. Doty, the great director, is going to make $3,500 a week just as long as he possibly can, and characters like us can... You know what? That man. I have a different word for him, sweetheart. But as I was saying, if we leave it to Mr. Doty, this here picture ain't never going to be finished. A hundred years from now, somebody will come upstairs here and they'll find an old, old man with a long white beard. Speeding out the 59th revision of scene 456. And in the next room, a little apple-cheeked old lady. Oh, cut it out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, when are they going to finish it? No kidding. New Year's Eve. Well, maybe there'll be champagne and stuff on the set. Yeah, no doubt. For the expensive actors and the producers and the fine, upstanding director. For you and me, a nice bottle of 60-cent claret imported from right over there on Ventura Boulevard. You're so funny. Yeah, on the contrary. Well, I'm getting awful sick of this, Mr. Ramsey. We've had to work every single night for the last four weeks. Do you realize that? You kidding? Do I realize? Go get me some coffee, will you, kid? I gotta stay awake for Mr. Doty. Coffee? I bet you and I could be elected president of Brazil all the coffee we've put away. Answer the phone. It's Doty. Well, we gotta be dignified. Oh, Lord. Mr. Ramsey's office. Who's calling to you? Oh, yes, Mr. Doty. He's here. I'm always here. Ramsey. Yes, Mr. Doty. What seems to be the trouble? I see. Yes, I see. But, Mr. Doty, I... Well... Well, that'll mean rewriting practically all the... Well, yes, I know. I mean... But what do you gain that way? What? Two monsters? Well, what's two monsters got that one monster hasn't? Yeah, sure, but who scares who? Uh, whom, I mean. But, Mr. Doty, I saw a picture once with two monsters in it, and it was silly. What? Oh, you directed it. Uh, well, uh, well, well, I'll, I'll be right over. Skip the coffee, Mary Lou. Two monsters? Two. Count them two. And I'll lay you six, two, and even, that by the time I get to the stage, you'll be hollering for three. Take your raincoat. It's raining pitchforks. Maybe one of them will stab me. I better tell you about this monster stuff. Uh, this was a horror picture, you see. Kind of the poor man's Frankenstein. Yeah, they couldn't get Karloff, naturally, and they couldn't use the Frankenstein monster makeup because Jack Pierce over at Universal invented that. I guess Universal owned it. So they had me dream up a monster. And boy, did I dream one up. There's an old book. It's called... No, I guess I won't tell you what it's called. Well, you don't want to take those old books too seriously. So I kind of swiped this monster out of the book. 
Well, you'll never see the picture, I suppose, so maybe I'd better tell you a little about him. No, I guess I won't either. He was... He was the most horrible monster I ever saw. No kidding. And what the makeup department did with my sketch and my description. Oh, boy. Just one thing I'll tell you about him, and you can figure out the rest for yourself. He didn't have any face. You take it from there. But don't kid yourself. He was a thing. They got Ollie Tharp to play the goon. Nice fella, quiet, always grinning, modest. Good actor. Last guy in the world you'd expect to play a monster. Oh, yeah, sure. Karloff did the Frankenstein thing, and he's the mildest-mannered guy in the world. I remember him on the Son of Frankenstein set years ago in his monster suit all gray and green, showing pictures of his new baby to people. <laughs> I had to laugh. Well, I, I guess monsters are human sometimes, huh? Yeah, maybe humans are... Yeah. Well, all right. I spend three hours listening to Mr. Doty run off at the mouth with the whole company having the screaming memes over all this nonsense. It's five minutes to twelve when he finally decides to quit and everybody goes home. They're all burned at Doty, but... Well, they'll wake up in the morning and remember the overtime and they'll feel better. Me? Writers don't get overtime. So I get back to the writer's court and the light's burning in the window and Mary Lou's snoring away with her face in a stack of carbon paper. She wakes up and asks me a question. How many monsters now? We got four now. See? Including me. So the next morning it's not raining anymore. The sun is shining bright. And you can see snow on top of the mountains, and it's a very nice day. And monsters are pretty hazy in my mind as I pick up my copy of the reporter and head for the rickety stairway to my palatial office. I'll tell you how much good the sunshine did me. I was whistling as I climbed up the stairs and opened the door. You might as well turn off the whistle. Mr. Doty's looking for you. And now what? He says it's very important. Yeah, two more monsters. Your coffee's on your desk. Steaming cold, no doubt. I just brought it up. Give me 15 cents. Well, it's your turn to buy this morning. I bought yesterday. All right, all right. Hello, nobody isn't here yet. Ah, go ahead. Mr. Ramsey's office. Yes, Mr. Doty. Morning, Mr. Doty. How are you? Oh? No kidding. Why, that's fun. What? Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, sure. What's up? Why, sure, Mr. Doty. Yes, sir, I'll be right over. What? He has to finish the picture definitely by 12 midnight, December 31st. Oh, that's what you said last night. Well, I was kidding. You know how it goes in the story. I forgot. Well, I mean the way it was originally. You know, this this monster only has power the last hour of the year. Oh, yes. Remember, it was a New Year's party, the whole picture? It's been so long ago, I forgot how we started. Well, don't you remember our big payoff scene? She thinks the monster is her wicked uncle? Who thinks? You know, the babe with the teeth. The groom girl with the blue dress. Oh, yes. Remember, she, she thinks the monster is her uncle and she tries to rip his mask off and it ain't a mask? Like and the that. house is on fire, and he grabs her and runs inside the house, and our hero busts in after her and rescues her. Some way I never had a chance to figure out. 
But how would he do it without his glasses? He'd fall over the stoop. What stoop? There's hundreds of them in pictures. Drink your coffee and go see Mr. Doty. Maybe he's changed his mind. No, he can't change his mind. The front office put the big fat arm on him, or else. <laughs> Whoopie, baby, three days and we can sit down and rest. Away from this place. You can say that again. Tell him I ain't here. Well, sir, that sunshine looked better than ever to me. But when the big door of the stage swung shut behind me, the sunshine sure disappeared. Well, Mr. Doty was an unhappy man. Well, three more days and there wouldn't be any more of those $3,500. And he didn't like it a little bit. And guess who he took it out on? This is the worst story I ever had to work with. It positively smells bad. I didn't say it's your story, Mr. Doty. All I got left is a monster and... You'll probably turn out to be Santa Claus or somebody. Did you listen to me when I told you how to do it? I didn't say. I listened to you, Mr. Doty, and now look what we got. Now I have to give up my beautiful idea of having three monsters instead of one. Because then we'd have had to reshoot practically the whole picture, and you'd have made another million bucks. <laughs> I didn't say that either. So, if you think you could possibly dredge up your original script, I think I can possibly make it into an acceptable B picture. Although that's a task even for a director like me. Mr. Doty doesn't realize what an unconscious humorist he is. That guy could make a B picture out of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, even if he had the original cast. Don't get to work. Get to work and do something. Have I got to do everything around here? Get a move on you. Oh, I got a move on me. Even if you think I dislike that guy up to now. What? and bait my brains out on a whole new sequence Mr. Doty had thought up. 
All around me, people were drinking whiskey and chasing each other through the corridors and up and down the stairs. I didn't have any Sundays, and I didn't have any evenings. I, my friend, damn near lost my mind. All the time, Mr. Doty. Wow. Perhaps no wonder that by New Year's Eve I was ready to hire a man with a cleaver to extirpate the guy. But I didn't. Nope, I sure didn't. At 9 o'clock, he called me over to the set again. Could I rewrite some dialogue? <laughs> well, I crossed him up on that one. I threw out the hash he'd made of my original dialogue and substituted what I'd originally written. It played okay. After seven different takes, all exactly alike. I went back to my office in the rain. Mr. Ramsey's office. Yes, Mr. Doty. Yes, Mr. Doty. I'll tell him. Mr. Ramsey. I heard you. He needs you right away again. Okay, okay. You poor thing. Only another couple hours. Hope I can take it. Take your raincoat. It's raining cats and dogs. You're telling me. That time it was a little piece of action he couldn't get through his ivory head. I explained it in words of one syllable, carefully avoiding the four-letter one. He thanked me, old boy. And I went out into the rain again. Rain. What rain in California can do to you? I heard of a fellow that jumped into the Los Angeles River once after a week of rain. Ordinarily, he'd break his ankle, but he drowned. You know, it just comes down steadily. I know I could probably be a lot more graphic than that, but that's all there is to rain in California. It comes down steadily. Ice cold. Steadily. Yeah, of course, it always stops about the time you've decided to start out on foot for the east. The sun shines and poinsettias bloom and the hills are green. Oh, man, that's wonderful. I guess they have the rain like hitting yourself on the head with a hammer. It feels so good when you stop. Yeah, that's a bum gag, but I was a pretty beat-up character. Three more times that New Year's Eve in the rain. The guy getting meaner and meaner each time. Well, at least it was going to be over pretty soon. It was ten minutes to eleven when I came into the office and Mary Lou took my coat from me. You've just got to get a little sleep, Ramsey. Now, you sit down at your desk and put your head down and catch 40 winks. Oh, thanks, Mary Lou. Oh, if I had to see that man just one more time tonight, I would be responsible. I'm not kidding. I know. You go to sleep. The kid, you're as all in as I am. Well, at least I don't have to face him. He's got to stop at midnight. As soon as he's through... Should you and me go someplace and have a New Year's drink? I, I don't know whether I could keep awake. Well, let's try, huh? Okay. Anybody ever tell you you're a nice gal? Couple of people. <laughs> I could marry a gal like you. Don't kid people, Ramsey. I'm not. See how you feel when you wake up. I think. I love you. I wish you meant that, Ramsey. I do. Here's a friend of mine. <laughs> 
Randy, you're sweet.
So you see, that's why I say never take any of those old books too seriously. Remember I said I wished I was a monster? Remember what the book said? The monster only possessed his murderous power for one hour, the last hour of the year. New Year's Eve again. And it's raining. Got anybody you want murdered? Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper. The man who spoke to you was Ernest Chappell. And Muriel Kirkland was Mary Lou. Pat O'Malley was Doty. Music for Quiet, Please is composed and played by Albert Berman. Now, for a word about next week's Quiet, Please, here is our writer-director, my good friend, Willis Cooper. I have a story for you next week about a man who was haunted. It's called The Little Visitor. And so until next week at this time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chappell. Quiet Please comes to you from New York. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.